impossible has happened. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, they got him. They're coming the from the left. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. And now for our feature presentation. Balls Deep with Devin and What's going on, guys? Uh, welcome back to our Balls Deep, a week six pick em. Um, To start off, um, you know, last week, me and Devin, our records were two and three. Uh, we had some surprise games last week, you know, uh, some games that, uh, you know, kind of shocked us with the Raiders uh, getting a dub against the Chiefs was one of them. Um, and but with that being said, our our current records for the, for this entire season so far is Devin is sixteen and nine, uh, so he's doing really well. Um, me, I'm eleven and fourteen. You know, I'm starting to come back for you know. I mean, you beat, you beat me in the in the Browns Colts game, so yeah. that's something. You know, I'm trying to get trying to get my record back to five hundred. So, um, so you know, we're making some we got some good games. Uh, coming up this week to, to, to do our pick them from. Um, to start, we're going to do Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Um, you know, the the, the talk all, all week has been about, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. That should be a hopefully an exciting game. Uh, who do you got for that game? I mean, the talks have been honestly about Rodgers and Brady all week mm -hmm. long, but it's also really going to come down to those defenses. Um, who's going to make – the necessary stops or get the nest the you know the turnovers to you know get the game going and stuff like that and in that case i'm going with the packers um i know that like i just said it's more about the defenses but i do think rogers has more to prove in this in this instance um and he's been on the tear as of late and then you're bringing you're giving him back his best receiver in uh Devontae adams who's going to you know tear up that Tampa bay secondary um, who's, you know, 28th in the pass defense against, you know, receivers. And then overall pass defense, they're probably, I think, 19 or 20 um, in, ranked in the league. So they have a good pass rush or a good front seven, but that secondary is always a question. So uh, I think, you know, the Packers are going to make the necessary stops on defense, uh, especially with Brady, you know, having his turnover issues this season. And then uh, Rodgers is going to make, you know, the Bucks defense kind of look childish. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, obviously, I mean, we say it every week, Aaron Rodgers is playing MVP level football. Um, there's no doubt about that. And so I'm looking for him to, he's going to have a huge game. And especially like you said, with Devontae Adams back, his best receiver. Um, and obviously, you know, they have the other guys that are no scrubs. 
Um, so he's probably going to go off, I think, and he's going to tear up that defense possibly for 400 yards. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I don't think it's going to be close. Um, I think that the Packers are going to be able to uh, – make a lot more uh, defensive stops than a lot more defensive stops than the Packers are. I mean, we've seen the, the Tampa Bay Bucks um, make a lot of a, a, a good amount of mental mistakes uh, throughout their season thus far. I mean, obviously, they're kind of a, a new unit. It's basically a brand new offense um, uh, with a new quarterback. So, you know, I, I mean, with all the mental errors they've been making, obviously, it's a big game, but um, you know, I think the the Packers are gonna are, have a good enough defense to capitalize on those mistakes. So I do think uh, the Packers are gonna win. And you know, Rogers got a new toy in uh, Robert Tonyan or whoever <laughs> you pronounce his last name. Yeah. Over here, winning fantasy games for people. Shout yeah. out, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> and now with that, uh, we're gonna move on to our second game of the week, which is gonna be uh, the Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, obviously, we know um, how well the, the Browns have been doing. That's been a huge topic about, you know, the Browns not having this record since uh, forever. <laughs> um, so, and I mean, obviously, this is a, a very exciting time to be a Browns fan. Um, and I mean, this is probably going to be their, this, not probably, this is their toughest test thus far. Um, so we kind of get, we get to see like exactly how good they are, in my opinion. Uh, so, who do you got one in this one? I mean, just like you said, we're this matchup alone is gonna, you know, allow us to see what the Browns have uh, in store. But I think it's also uh, going to show us what the Steelers are about as well. I mean, this is the Steelers' toughest test because outside of like if you look at their schedule prior, their toughest task was the Eagles last week, and yeah. who only had one win and a tie. So that doesn't really say much. Um, but that was a high-scoring game, and I expect this to be a high-scoring game as well. Uh, I know I picked it against the Browns, or I picked it for the Browns two weeks ago against the Cowboys. I picked it against them last week because, you know, uh, the Colts defense. But I'm going to pick against them again this week with the Steelers because of that Pittsburgh Steelers defense uh, is top tier. And I'm when I mean top tier, their pass rushing is number one in the league. Uh it's top two, and it's not two. Yeah. <laughs> so that that defense is ridiculously good. I mean, my pick for defensive player of the year was was T.J. Watt, and he's been playing pretty well too. Um, and lastly, the Browns have been dealing with injuries, and not necessarily injuries, but you could say illnesses as well. I know um, Baker, Jarvis, and Odell coming into this week were questionable, um, but they're going to play. But it's a matter of are they 100%. So uh, if you're not 100% going up against the Steelers' defense, I don't expect you to come out with the win. Uh, but the X factor to me would be Kareem Hunt. Um, will he, he be able to uh, break through against that Steelers' front? Because if he is or if he can, uh, the Steelers got a problem on their hands. Yeah. Um, I think that the Browns will su surprise us this week. I think they'll be able to play a really close game against the Steelers, but ultimately, um, is like you said, it's that defense. I mean, they have the best defense in the league. Um, and I know you, like you said last week, uh, it's going to be tough for them to get it going against a good Colts defense. Uh, but this this Steelers defense is on a totally different level. Um, so, um, 
I'm looking I'm looking at the Steelers winning this game. I think that the Browns will be able to keep it close because I do think that their offense will be able to keep some get some things rolling. Uh they've been very impressive. They've had uh they've been uh very creative with their game planning uh as of late um recently in their in their play style and what they've been doing offensively, uh using, you know, Jarvis uh and, and Odell to to do like uh to use like special packages and stuff to throw the ball with Jarvis or and they, and I mean we've obviously seen Odell do that in New York as well and on Cleveland so I mean look for them to be very creative um especially like you said if they can't get Kareem Hunt going they're probably going to have to rely a lot more heavily on doing things like that um so I do think they'll be able to keep it a, a little close uh, but ultimately the Steelers defense will just be too much yeah shout out Kevin Stefanski I mean uh, he's doing something with that offense that Freddie Kitchens couldn't last year. And, I mean, the, he could have had the job last year uh, if they decided to go with him because it came down to him and Kitchens. But uh, he's proving why he's the right coach uh, this season. I mean, I didn't give him that much credit uh, in my breakdown. But, hey, he's doing what he's got to do, yeah. and he's getting the job done. Uh, then, well, with that, we're going to move on to – our third and final key matchup before we get into our lock and um, upset for the week, and that's the Chiefs versus the Bills. Uh, we just seen the Bills get completely ran over, literally, uh, <laughs> with uh, Derrick Henry's stiff arm on Josh Norman, but uh, they got demolished, and no one's seen that coming. I mean, I expected a good game, but I didn't expect a blowout. Uh, so who do you have with the Bills going up against the Chiefs? I mean, the Chiefs are coming off a loss as well. Yeah. Um, this game feels like, I mean, obviously, if you hear this game, uh, usually you might, oh, jump on the Chiefs immediately. Um, but it's been so hard to kind of judge exactly where the Chiefs are. I mean, um, they've struggled a lot more often than we've seen uh, this year. Um, you know, they lost last week against the Raiders, which was a huge surprise pick. I, I've said on record that I thought they were a better team than uh, anybody really gave them credit. Um, I didn't think they were that good. I did give them the win against the Pats um, that they ended up getting blown out in. I didn't see any way that they were going to come in and beat this Chiefs team, and yet they did. Um, so it's kind of hard to judge where exactly the Chiefs are from week to week. Um, and the Bills, obviously, um, going up against a good Titans defense, they weren't really able to get the ball rolling as well on offense. We saw them kind of um, slow down, you know, MVP play of Josh Allen. Um, so I'm going to, It's it was tough me, for me thinking who I should pick for this game because I do think that the Chiefs don't have that type of offense to, to maybe, I mean, defense, I should say, sorry, to um, stop Josh, Josh Allen and, and the Titan or the Bills offense the way, you know, the Titans were. Uh, but also I, I can't really see the Chiefs losing two in a row. Um, I think this is where they, you know, fix those errors that they had from last week um, and they get it going again and kind of get the ball rolling for another few weeks and hopefully, you know, don't have any hiccups this time and lose to teams that they probably shouldn't be losing to. But I just don't see the Chiefs, uh, the talented team like the Chiefs losing two games in a row. And that really is what it ultimately comes down to. I do think the Bills have a good off um, defense, but I don't think uh, it's going to be good enough to stop that high-powered offense of the Chiefs. Yeah, 
I this was a tough matchup for me as well. Um, I was leaning towards the Bills uh, just because they their offense has looked spectacular this this season outside of last week, obviously. Um, but I blame last week's loss more on their defense um, just because they couldn't stop anything. Um, but they were also missing their best defensive player in Tre'Davious White, who I believe is playing this this, this week. I know he's questionable, but I'm, I'm going to assume that he's playing, um, which he'll make a big difference, especially in the past defense, because last week, yeah, Derrick Henry did Derrick Henry things. Everyone expected that, but Ryan Tannehill looked amazing. I, it's kind yeah. of hard to, you know, take that away from him. But I think if Tredavious White was there, uh, he would have made it at least some sort of difference. I'm not saying that they would have won, but he would have made some sort of difference. And, He's more than capable of taking away the number one. So Yeah, and I think that matchup with him and Tyreek Hill is going to be very interesting. Um, but I'm going with the Chiefs for the simple fact they got a new toy in town, and that's Le'Veon <laughs> Bell. Um, I'm pretty sure he's probably going to play at a limited capacity or they're, they're going to limit his snaps, being that it's his first week on the job. Um, but it's kind of hard not to, you know, succeed in that offense, especially with so many weapons. Uh, so, with another offensive weapon that they would have to stop, and they don't really have a game plan for him because they don't know how they're going to utilize him, uh, I'm going to give it to the Chiefs. And like you said, it's hard to see them lose two weeks in a row. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to bounce back because last week they were winning like 17-0 and then lost the lead and lost the game. So, yeah. I'm assuming with him being a former MVP – and former Super Bowl MVP, and with Andy Reid in his ear, they're going to, you know, bounce back this week and get the victory. All right, now uh, to move on, we're going to go to our lock and our uh, our upset in our lock, which is where we pick a team that, you know, shouldn't, win, shouldn't be winning this week um, and is the underdog, but we think has the best chance to pull off the upset this week and a lock, which is a team that we think has, uh, you know, is almost guaranteed, in our opinion, to get the win. Uh, with that being said, who is your upset pick for this week? It's a good thing that you asked. It's a good thing that you asked. <laughs> um, oh Houston, we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so we just spoke about the Titans. Um I'm not a big believer in the Titans. I mean, they impressed me last week. They showed me, you know, what they're capable of. But I'm picking the Houston Texans over the Tennessee Titans for a few reasons. So last four times that they played in in Tennessee, um, Houston has, you know, came out on top in in those bouts. Um, And Watson has played four games against the Titans in his career and has recorded multiple touchdown passes in every single one of them. So I'm expecting a big game from him. Mind you, his numbers have only improved over the last three uh, weeks. So, and he's still the only quarterback to throw over for over 250 yards in all five weeks, regardless of how bad his first and second weeks were. Mind you, they lost Bill O'Brien and finally got a victory. So I'm expecting that to continue this week. Um, and they're going to come out on top and get a victory. I'm expecting Derrick Henry to do Derrick Henry things, but I'm not expecting Ryan Tannehill to do the same thing he did last week. And, and that's because I'm not a huge believer in him. 
Uh, I don't think he's gonna, he can do that on a consistent basis, and I do not think they can win a Super Bowl with him. I mean, he's ultimately a game manager, but as of late, he's been playing as a pretty damn good one. If that makes any sense. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Um, my upset pick this week is going to be uh, – it's not really uh, a very far apart line, but I got the Panthers uh, actually beating the Bears. Uh, the Panthers have looked uh, very impressive lately, um, almost like um, – it, it almost seems like they look like a better team without Christian McCaffrey, and I only say that because – now, rather than, you know, feeling like you have to give the ball to your best player, clearly your best player, um, and kind of, you know, force the ball to them, you're spreading them, they're spreading the ball around a lot more to uh, guys that normally wouldn't get as many touches with Christian McCaffrey being so heavily uh, involved in that offense. <laughs> Mike Davis um, is running all over the place. He looks uh, like a number one running back on any other team. Obviously, right now, he's, he is one because there's no Christian McCaffrey, but... Um, you know, now with when Christian McCaffrey comes back, I could see him getting a, a still a heavy load, uh, a heavy uh, workload at the running back position, even with McCaffrey back, maybe even sending McCaffrey a little, um, out wide sometimes uh, just to get Davis the ball in the run game because he's looked that impressive. Robbie Anderson has looked like a phenomenal wide receiver. He's looked like a number one wide receiver over there. Um, and ultimately, I think the X factor is Teddy Bridgewater. Um, the Bears might have the best defense that the Panthers have had, had to face this year. Um, so it's kind of – that's a little bit of a question mark. We don't really know how good he is. But thus far, he's been able to uh, manage the games very well um, for the Panthers. And uh, they've pulled out some, uh, you know, impressive wins. Uh, they're 3-2 they're and two on the season, I believe. So I think they're going to be able to beat the Bears tonight if Teddy Bridgewater can, you know – limit turnovers, play smart football, um, and manage the game. I think that, you know, just getting the ball to his best receiver and Anderson, uh, not forcing it, letting Mike Davis do what Mike Davis has really been doing, which is just, like I said, running all over everybody. Uh, I got the Panthers winning this game. Yeah, the Panthers, specifically, uh, Teddy Bridgewater has looked super impressive. Yeah. They haven't missed a beat with Christian McCaffrey stepping out. Yeah. I think the one thing with them is they need to – uh, include DJ Moore a little bit in their game plan because uh, that kid's skill set is is phenomenal. Um, I mean, they included him a bit more last week against the Falcons, but that's the Falcons. Uh, so with the better defense, let's see if they can include him a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I and credit to them because I didn't I didn't expect them to have this great a season. I mean, I don't if you guys watch my breakdown. Um, I did say I thought they were a young talent team, but they were uh, uh, quite a few pieces away, especially considering they were uh, almost basically a brand new team. I didn't really know what to expect from them, uh, but they've looked impressive this far. I agree. I agree. Um, and with that, we're going to move on to our last pick, which is our lock for the week. Um, I'm going to let you start. Uh, who's your lock for the week and why? This one uh, almost seems too easy, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't because um, uh, this team that I'm picking against, which is the Colts Bengals, because I got the Colts as my lot. Um, the Col the Bengals have looked impressive this far. Uh, Joe Burrows looked like he, I mean, obviously he's very young. He's not having crazy numbers, but um, he's showing that he in the future is very possible of 
leading that team to um, some very, uh, you know, promising places, especially if they put some people around them. Uh, but, you know, the Colts, it's going to be tough for them to get anything going with that Colts defense. Obviously, the Colts are the better team, uh, the more veteran team. Um, so I think this is honestly going to be a very easy win for them. But like I said, don't be surprised if the Bengals make it tough and the Bengals make it close, um, especially because, you know, we know A.J. Green is not happy over there. Um, so maybe the Bengals try uh, getting him going a little bit more, um, involving him more in the game plan. And, you know, we see some some surprise things. Maybe uh, A.J. Green and, and Joe Burrow take over. But that Colts defense is really good. Um, and like I said, they're, they're the veteran team. Um, they got Phillip Rivers leading them right now, who isn't all that impressive. Uh, but <laughs> but I think ultimately um, he's going to need to make a lot of mistakes on offense for them to lose that game. With it's their, more than possible. Yeah, with their defense. <laughs> I agree. But with, with that defense on the other side of the ball, uh, opposite him, it's going to be uh, kind of tough for Phillip Rivers to throw away that game. I'm kind of surprised with that pick just because I think, you know, the Bengals are capable of, you know, making this upset. Especially, yeah. And the main reason why is because of Philip Rivers, because he's been playing atrocious. Yeah. Like the defense is keeping him in the games, but he's literally trying to throw the game every chance he gets. <laughs> but um, as for AJ Green, I don't know what's up with him. I mean, he obviously no one expected him to be his old self, but you know they tried it. They wanted or expected him to be as close as possible to his old self, and he's getting the targets that you know a number one receiver should get. But he's just not capitalizing on it. I don't know what it is. But I don't expect a big game from him this week either against that Colts defense. Um, I expect, you know, the Bengals were to come out on top to utilize their other weapons on offense, whether that be Mixon, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, anyone but A.J. Green, I expect to have a big game. But I do expect A.J. Green to get traded at the deadline. Um, I don't know to who. Maybe the Patriots. We shall see. Um, But with that, I'm going to lead into my lock which is the Patriots this week, um, who, you know, is going up against the Broncos. Uh, The Broncos should be getting back Drew Locke this week, just as, you know, the Patriots should be getting Cam Newton and Stephon Gilmore back this week uh, due to COVID. Um, But, you know, Locke was was dealing with the injury, not COVID. Uh, But the thing is, the Broncos are going to be missing Melvin Gordon, and who's the top rusher on the season, and Noah Fant who seems to, you know, have a good connection with Drew Locke. Um, he did, hasn't really had big games, uh, you know, with the backup coming in. But when Drew Locke was playing, Fant was having some big weeks. And with his basically number one weapon out, it's literally Jerry Judy or Bust. Because I believe KJ Hamler's out too. Um, and Corlin Sines, you know, already out for season. So I, with, a, with a depleted Broncos offense, um, I don't expect them to succeed against a Bill Belichick-led defense. And with Cam Newton coming out, missing a game, he's rejuvenated. He's, you know, excited to play some football. And you could say that the Broncos' defense is depleted too, um, just because with the, all the injuries that they've dealt with. So I'm going to go with the, the Patriots. It's an easy pick, uh, I know. But after last week, I got to take as many wins as I possibly can. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go with the Patriots. And hopefully Cam Newton doesn't fail me. Uh, we need, you know, Superman Cam to come out on top. Yeah. Uh, well, that concludes our week six pick'em. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in, watching, listening. 
wherever you are watching and listening from. Uh, we always appreciate it, as always. Uh, Devin, if you have anything to say. Yeah, just go, go watch episode 24. Um, we literally just recorded it and should be dropping around the same time we dropped this. Um, just, you know, stay tuned. Because in, in that episode, we talked about Bama, Georgia, who that which just happened yesterday. Um, I mean, I was wrong being a Georgia fan, but it is what it is. Um, but we also talked about, you know, the NBA Finals, uh, MLB playoffs with, you know, Tampa Bay clinching uh, last night. So they moved on to the World Series. Um, hey, just tune in. Uh, we got some some, you know, content for you guys to listen to or even watch. Peace. You're talking about balls deep. I'm talking about balls deep. We're talking about balls deep in love. I'm talking about balls deep. My boy's talking about balls deep. We're talking about balls deep in love. Yo, what's up, everybody? King Triple C here, the Olympic champ. The flyweight champ and the bantamweight champion of the world. In other words, the GOAT. The greatest of all time. Meh. That's right. Anyhow, I want to give a special shout out to Devin and Jovan. I know you guys have started your podcast, Balls Deep, with Devin and Jovan. I want to congratulate you guys. And I want to tell everybody that's out there that doesn't know about them. So you guys follow them. Subscribe to them and you guys make sure to follow them on all your social media platforms because if you don't, you guys can bend knee to triple C.